guys, I'm Mandy B. Anderson, and you're listening to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I'm the chief creative officer, a motivational speaker, and a life and business coach at a company called Rayma Team. I'm also thriving in the face of a life-threatening illness called cystic fibrosis. This weekly podcast is a series of real-life stories and conversations meant to encourage you with hope and more importantly, equip you with action steps to transform your life, your career, and your relationships. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey guys, before I dive into the next episode, I wanted to tell you guys something. So Rachel and I were hanging out one day and we had a thought. Wouldn't it be cool if we could hang out with you guys every Monday night for the rest of 2020? We think so. We would love to give you some coaching each week and some insight and basically a weekly Monday night pep talk. That's what we're calling it. So join us every Monday night at 8.30 p.m. Central Time for a free 20, maybe 30-minute conversation with your coaches, myself and Rachel Perman from Rayma Team. This is for all busy professionals and growth-minded individuals that want to climb higher this year and just need to get some weekly motivation. So go on over to raymateam.com forward slash Monday pep talk. And register so you can get the call details and the recordings if you can't make it. Again, that registration link is www.rayma.team.com forward slash Monday pep talk. We can't wait to spend every Monday night with you. Okay, grab your coffee and let's dive into this episode. Hey, Overcomers, welcome back to another episode. I have a treat for you today. So a couple of weeks ago, I was invited to be a guest panelist on a virtual panel for business owners. And this entire panel was orchestrated by my friend Michaela Shell, who you will probably recognize from episode 42, The Power of Yes. Well, she took her her gift of connecting people and decided to put together a virtual panel to give business owners some resources, some encouragement, some things to think about when COVID-19 hit our area and uh, the United States. So this panel is a panel put together by Michaela. It involves myself um, it also includes a new friend, Lana Whiting, and I hope that's how I'm saying your last name, Lana. I hope I didn't just botch that. Um, but it also includes a friend of mine that I have known for almost, oh gosh, I don't even remember, 18 years, 17 years, um, Ricka Brandon. It, she is somebody that worked with me. Um, we we worked together at David's Bridal way back in the day of building businesses and being newly married. And so it was a really fun time to be able to connect with Ricka and learn from her experience as well, but also have some of that fun banter back and forth that you will hear in this virtual panel. So I do apologize ahead of time. This, this recording might sound 
a little scratchy. It's taken from a video, so we didn't have full control over all all of the audio. But I do believe that either way, you're going to uh, get some wisdom and some encouragement. I know I took two pages of notes from the information that Rika and Lana shared, as well as being able to share some of my own insights. So let's go ahead and grab our coffee and spend some time in this virtual panel that is sure to encourage you during this crisis, as well as any crisis. And um, with that, I would like to introduce our panelists, and I actually am not going to introduce them. I would like them to introduce themselves and just share a little bit about who they are uh, and what they do and why they're here, and then we'll get the question started. So, um, Rika, how about we start with you, since I know you're always eager to eager to get things started. Everybody on this call already knows I'm not shy or timid. <laughs> All right. Um, so my name is Ricka Brandon, and I started my first company in 2001, or excuse me, by 2003, but I started recruiting nationwide in 2001. So for the last about 20 years, I have been working with clients and candidates across the United States and a couple other countries um, from either Minneapolis or Moorhead, Minnesota. Uh, and so basically, I'm here to kind of show you guys a path that you might not have thought was possible. I have a very, very expensive service and a high level of consulting, and I do it all remotely. So I don't think I, I think I had one client in North Dakota and it was not a great fit. Um, the fees are bigger and better uh, on the coast for me. And so I'm here in a couple of ways. One, to kind of destroy any myths you have about you can't take your highly personalized, highly uh, you know, custom and expensive services into a virtual world. So that's like the first myth I kind of want to blow up on this call. And then the second one is how scary it can be to have a team that you're not right next to and give you some strategies and tools on how to help with that. So that was probably a little bit off of my bio, but I have a really good one. You can check it out on rickabrandon.com or Building Gurus. Uh, I'm a pretty well-known recruiting, hiring expert across the nation and specifically in building products because that's where my niche is. So, all right. Thanks, Rika. Mandy, do you want to go next? Sure. I am Mandy B. Anderson. I am the co-founder and chief creative officer at Rama Team. And we are a leadership company that helps people elevate their personal leadership. And I have experience in the hotel industry. I've been a PR director. I've been an events planner. And I've had my company for the last six years working with primarily women. And in the last year, we rebranded our company from Big Blue Couch Coaching to Rama Team so that we could step into leadership and really help both men and women. And I'm here today to really just kind of give you some skills on how you can step up your own leadership so that you can lead your tribe well through all of this because it is a lot of confusing times. We will have ups and downs in how we feel about what what we're doing. And my, my plan today is to just give you some strategies strategies and some hope that you have what it takes to lead your tribe well, and we'll, we'll get through it together. So I want to give you some tips on connecting with yourself, connecting with your reality, and connecting with the people in your life. Thanks, Mandy. Lana, you're up. Hello. Well, first of all, thanks, Michaela, for reaching out and inviting me today. Um, I am by nature and by trade a writer. I've been a writer forever. I've worked as a journalist. Um, 
a copywriter, um, an internal communication specialist, and now I have my own freelance business where I focus on helping clients um, with uh, brand and content experience. So what that means is I help them mostly in a digital space uh, determine what kind of communications and brand strategy is going to best suit them and their business model online. Um, so I do a lot of work um, helping them. And right now has been a really interesting um, experience for everybody trying to, to pivot online as we've been talking about. Um, and so part of the job now, of course, is to figure out how to leverage what brand strategy and communications you have in place, what you can use now and um, what you need to start thinking about and adding as we continue working through this crisis together. Um, because some things have changed, um, obviously, in the past few weeks and how we can uh, figure that out from a communication standpoint as it pertains to your brand, whether you are brick and mortar still or trying to transition specifically online, um, how to figure out how you can fit that in there uh, while still also keeping your business going. So. Thanks, Lana. So I have, obviously this is a panel. I have a few questions. I have like 300 questions lined up if we need it. But with this group, as I'm looking at people, um, I think you guys will have a lot of questions too, but uh, I'm going to start us off with a few, just so you can kind of get to know our panelists and their areas of expertise. And then again, as you guys have, have things, throw them in the chat. Um, I'll do some call outs. You can raise your hand um, and ask questions one-on-one -on -one that way too. So my first question is for you, Mandy. Um, how can we rise up and, and lead well online in the, in the midst of this crisis? I mean, I know that's a really huge answer, but what are some things that we can do to help us lead better in this time of uncertainty? Well, I think the, I think the first thing that we need to remember is that human emotions take over when crisis happens. And if we haven't practiced how to make wise decisions in the midst of that, we might kind of um, be fumbling through it a little bit. Flight or or fight is a very real thing that happens whenever crisis happens. So making sure that we, first of all, connect with ourselves and our own emotional state, um, making sure that we are not just checking out and avoiding what needs to be done, because that can be a very real uh, struggle. It can be something that we feel like, oh my gosh, we've never been here before. If you've ever struggled with anxiety or depression in the past, this is a prime time for those, those type of things to come back up or PTSD. So you have to have a lot of self-awareness to know, okay, what am I struggling with? And I think, you know, when it comes to leading other people in the midst of this, whether it's your clients or your team, or even just your family, um, you really have to give yourself that space to also have a day off, have a day where you don't go on social media, have a day where you take care of your own mindset, because that's going to be the difference between rising up well and not. And some of the questions that you can ask yourself to connect with yourself is what is my current emotional state and how am I making sure that I'm taking care of? And then once you identify that, you can really get into, okay, what is the reality of my company right now? What is the reality of my business? What are the things that I wish I would have had in place by now? And how can I put them in place at this moment? Um, 
it's been fascinating to watch people kind of scrambling to figure out how do I do this world online? Because just like Ricka, our business, we were kind of half brick and mortar and half remote because we had a brick and mortar up until about two months ago when we moved our offices back to our home offices. But we always did things online. So for us in this season, it was actually quite easy to step back and be like, okay, we already have the setup of being online. How do we lead well within this? And some people right now are trying to figure out how do I work online while doing this? And that adds a little bit more confusion and and a little bit more of an emotional anxiety to everything because you don't have everything set up. But if you are the type of person where you have been working online for a while, the next question I would ask, I would ask myself is, okay, what do my, what do my clients and my team need right now? I see so many people rising up and giving free resources, free downloads that, you know, they can, they can give them something that will help them keep their focus on where what they can control right now in the midst of all the things we can't control. And that's a great way to do it is figure out, okay, how can I do this? Like we, we took some time and came up with a social distancing survival pack, which is basically just three downloads, um, one on gratitude, a 30 day gratitude list, um, a social media connection plan. We came up with a persistence builder, which these were all resources we already used within our coaching program and our leadership university, but we made it available to everybody right now. And then we even took it a step further and added a bonus like healthy strategies for uh, healthy coping strategies for building resilience. It's a workbook. And so chances are you probably have something that you've used with clients before that worked well that you could put together in a PDF file, a short video series, and make that available to your current clients, past clients, people in an atmosphere like this so that you can be a resource because that's what leading is. It's being an influence. And we're all leading right now, whether we realize it or not. We're either leading people towards confusion and mass chaos and panic, or we're leading them towards focusing on what they can control and keeping their spirits up within this crisis because we don't know how long this is going to last. And I think that's one of the things when you when you make the choice to focus and lead well, you're going to see so many solutions around you, but you do have to make sure that you take the time to think. Thanks, Mandy. I I wrote down two things and it was what do my clients need and what do I need? And I'm I think like a lot of you are a doer, like I'm going to make my list and do X, Y, Z, and I need to plan everything out. I'm an event planner by trade. And I forget that I need to go back and reevaluate those two questions because that maybe has changed and just kind of sending us back to the root of that, I think is really important. So thank you for that. It is. And I think we have to remember when we're doers, like, cause I'm a doer as well. And we have to remember that if we're not asking ourselves that question of what do I need, that we're going to burn out really quickly. I don't know if there are people on this call that are like me, but I'm the type of person where I'm pretty optimistic and positive and I find a silver lining. But when I hit my wall and I'm exhausted, the ships are sinking and the world is falling apart and there's no more hope. And that is my clue that I need, I need to rest. I need to unplug and I need to fill up myself because I've been giving too much and I haven't given myself a chance to be filled up. I think a lot of us are like that for sure. And you guys, I know Mandy had mentioned some of those resources that she had, you know, her gratitude list and the, the things that she put together. Um, I'll make sure to put that on our event page, post what she's 
talking about and some of her resources. So you guys can tap into that as well. Thank you. So uh, my next question is for Lana. So Mandy kind of talked about the the why and some of that what. So my question to you is, you know, so so many of us already had had a strategy right before this. We had a brand strategy, we had a marketing strategy, we had all these things that we were working on and working towards. That's still in place, but now is probably a time where we need to adjust that a little bit. So can you tell us why we need to do that and and how we can kind of do that going forward? Yes. And first of all, I apologize. I have an old cat, elderly cat. I call her elder cat. She's probably going to start meowing. So because she hears people on the screen and she might try to get up on my lap. So anyway, that might be a little distraction. But um, I really loved what Mandy said about repurposing content at this time. And um, that is something that is a really easy win right now and something that would give you some comfort as you start transitioning and um, and changing some of your messaging up uh, so you can can deal with the crisis and best serve your customers and clients. Um, repurposing content that you um, have on your blog um, is great as long as it's timely and um, doesn't feel like it would be something icky to post right now. Um, we want to be really, really sensitive to to what kind of content we're we're posting um, at this point. But um, you know, what do we need? Why do we need a brand strategy, marketing plan? I mean, that's a it's a huge question, and and it's a really really difficult one um, to really focus in on. But but if you have a business now, you've likely done some of the brand strategy work you've um you maybe already have some content communications that you use and all of that is is still relevant it's just relevant in a different way now and and what you're gonna need to do is really focus on um on on pivoting that content and that that messaging to make sure that you're addressing the concerns that we're dealing with right now, because I think one of the one of the things we definitely don't want to do is to be silent at this time as companies. Um, when we're silent and we hide, and that kind of goes back to Mandy's fight or flight response. Well, another one is to flee. Um, one of our instincts as a human as human beings is to just kind of ignore what's going on or business as usual, which is good, of course. To to you know, keep going. You want to keep doing that, but you definitely don't, don't want to hide because your customers do have questions that that you need to be able to answer and answer well. Um, you know, in general, before even before COVID, one of the things I like to emphasize is that your your customer is your marketer now, um, and that's that really applies significantly online um, through Google uh, reviews, Facebook reviews. Um, whenever they share one of your posts or share something that you're selling or offering, that is them advertising for you. So how other people react in, in messages back and forth on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, those are all impressions that people are going to have of your business. Um, so 
keeping in mind that, you know, in some ways, there it's a little bit out of your control unless you have a really good plan for it. And that's where your, your brand strategy and communications plans come in. Um, and right now, of course, the focus being on, on COVID, the coronavirus and, and the economy, you'll want to add some of those messages in. Um, one of the things I've been telling my clients right now who've been asked, they've been asking, okay, what do I do? You know, what do I say? You know, we, we want to be here for our clients and we're still working for them and we're not going away. And um, yeah, we're working remotely, but, but we're still, still here. We need to make sure people know that. And that's, that's your response, you know, just being totally, totally human about, about what you, what you need to be saying at this time. Um, and of course, it's always best to be as organized as you can with that, which is why I would still recommend having a, a content calendar where you plan um, your messages out as maybe you would or, or had planned to do before, before this. Um, uh, one of my uh, marketing gurus that I love, Mark Schaefer, has recently just said that the companies that are going to get through this are the ones that are going to know or be able to navigate the chaos. So really, you do have to roll with those punches. You do have to roll with a lot of unknowns. But, but knowing that um, there are things you can control by, by just planning your messaging out a little bit, whether it's just 10 minutes a day to just sit down and write, type, and go into Canva and do your design magic that we can all do now because of Canva. Thank you, Canva. Um, uh, spend that time each day just thinking about, okay, what do what my customers need to know right now? What has changed in the past 24 hours or 48 or however often you want to be communicating? Um, and being sure that you're being very empathetic about your communications. Um, maybe not say like in your brand, you might have a little bit of humor in your brand. It's okay to bring that out just as you would maybe in person talking to a customer. You know, having that conversational tone right now is really important. Um, telling the truth and being honest is really, really critical right now. Um, even if it's really hard to tell to tell clients what's going on, you know, maybe maybe you were a brick and mortar that had had to close its doors right now, um, and you're really working hard to figure out how that how that works online. But but just being honest and saying, you know, this is temporary. Um, here are here are the facts, and then relaying some of the reputable <laughs> facts. Um, that you can find um, for your industry is really helpful for people to know too, because it provides some reassurance that, that you are prepared, that you are following what's happening um, and that you're being proactive and not reactive. And of course we have to be reactive to some extent at this point, because a lot of, we're all just kind of rolling with it. And, um, and that's why I like to go back to what Mark said is, you know, we'll get through this if we can control that chaos. Um, I would also just add really quickly, um, 
some of your biggest ammo right now is your blog. Um, putting out communication regularly is very helpful for people. Um, sending a bunch of emails maybe isn't super helpful. Um, for example, I have in, I'm on an email list for a yarn studio. And I think they've emailed, I don't know, five times. And what happened was they started the email saying, okay, COVID's happening and we might have to close. And then the next email was, okay, COVID's happening and we think we're going to close this day. And then on and on. So they were, they were just showed that they were unsure what was going to happen. So um, that is an example of being overly reactive to something and uh, being really careful with when you email at this time, I think is important. I know we're all getting inundated with, with those kinds of emails right now. And, and a good level to gauge is just what's, what kind of bothers you about how frequent you're being emailed to by companies and, and how, how do you want customers to perceive you um, based on the frequency that you communicate to them. Um, one, another way to get through that also is uh, a newsletter and that would allow you to be a little bit more creative and add more content versus just your regular email communications. So you could design a really nice email. If you have an email list of a thousand or fewer, a lot of the um, companies like MailChimp, you can send email and design pretty nice branded emails for free. So that's a really nice way to send out something just weekly or even twice a month. Um, and really uh, focusing on the who, what, why, when, where, and how of your communication. Um, while just kind of maintaining as much humanity as you can. I, I love what you talked about, Lana, from the standpoint of, it really hit home with me of what I'm sending out. Is that what I would want to hear? Because we've all gotten horrible emails. We've all, all seen horrible Facebook posts that were like, you know, and we've all gotten really great ones that have made us feel good or reassured or whatever that would be. So I think that's something that I'll take to heart is before I send or do or put anything out there to anybody, what is it that I'm appreciating hearing and what is not working for me? Because that's likely what everybody else is is feeling as well. So I think that was just a really good barometer to help us figure out what's right. We can, we can learn from other people's mistakes or other people's, um, the good that they've done as well. So thanks, Lana. And so you segued me really nicely into a question for Ricca because you talked about it a little bit is being human. And I think we've all known Ricca for the last 10 minutes and we know that she's the most human person <laughs> there is. So my question for you, Ricca, is, I mean, you've told me multiple times over the course of us knowing each other is just how important authenticity and um, personability is, especially in your business and how it sells and how it resonates with people. Um, and I, I was just telling my husband the other day, you know, the conference that I'm planning, we decided to not go virtual and to instead um, stay in person. And, and part of it, I was telling him, part of it, I'm just selfish because I'm so better in person like than, than virtually, right? Like my personality, what I can do comes across. That's obviously a place that I have to learn and get better at in that digital sphere of, of showing who I really am. So how can we do that? I mean, you do that for a living. How can we use technology to better personalize our message and ourselves to our customers and our clients 
online? How, how can we stay that true authentic self when we're, we've got this barrier of the virtual world, a computer screen or a whatever it is in between us and still resonate with people on a human level? Well, I think first off, step one is be comfortable with who you are. You know, Lana, Mandy, and I are totally different. Michaela and I are totally different, right? And that is all to the good, right? I mean, you are in business for yourself, most likely, or you have uh, a pretty driven career approach to life. That's why you're on this call. Um, So there's a lot about you that works and is awesome. So like the first thing is get over your fear because that is just that inner critic in your head that is making you worry about stuff that doesn't matter, right? And we all have it. For example, I'm like, wow, Teresa has like a really like Pinterest worthy background. Like, look at that. Isn't it gorgeous? Like, I'm like, oh, I mean, I cleared all the papers on my desk onto the floor. That's what I did before this call. Um, And I think that is the first part where you need to move through your doubt. And so I'm unbelievably comfortable on video. But you know how that happened? I went to I had an online course called Video Rockstar. And it was super duper painful. And she made us shoot a video every two days and record it and watch ourselves. And she taught us how to do it better and better. But basically it was like doing the painful thing over and over. And then pretty soon you get it right. So you smile all the time when you end and you are always doing it. So that would be my first challenge for all of you who, you know, made self derogatory remarks about, Oh, I look terrible. I don't want to be a video. I'm worried about my background. All that crap in your head, like take some action by practicing. And I'm going to introduce you to an amazing tool that you can do it for free over and over again, and nobody has to see it. You can delete them. Um, But you'll find that you need to smile. It's just like smiling on the phone. Um, And your personality will come across wonderfully on video. And oh, by the way, it can live forever if it's evergreen, right? Um, And so that is the first thing. Like if it's painful, do shoot 25 videos for nobody but you practicing get all your flubs out of the way I think Carolyn's the one who mentioned it earlier like it's good to practice and screw up in a safe place there's nothing safer than just your own self right um that was painful for me and I am pretty comfortable in public and with myself but I how my voice sounds to you guys is not how it sounds in my head and it sounds way better in my head right uh and so we all have it. You just got to move through it. So that'd be my first thing is like, get over it. And like, no matter how uncertain you are right now, no matter how um, precarious your business feels, or your career feels or anything, like you're an amazing human that hasn't changed. You know, the COVID-19 pandemic hasn't affected your value as a human. And I mean, I say this and people are like, oh, that's easy to say. I'm an executive recruiter. Companies pay me a lot of money to find great people to hire. We are trending towards 20% unemployment. Do you know how much demand there's going to be for what I do? Zero, right? We've had massive impacts. I had multiple active clients have to lay off their entire workforce due to state mandates. Okay. So like I can really, I think I can go toe to toe with anyone who's having business crisis right now and be like, "Mm, gotcha. Right. You know, except for maybe some people with really huge teams and stuff. So I'm saying this to you, not to like make you feel small or bad, but like we all have it going on. We all get it. And for me, I had that day that Mandy talked about where I was like, and mine was on Sunday where I just thought, this is overwhelming. This is not what I planned for 2020. This is in fact, I never even thought of this because who in the world did, right? Um, 
And I had my pity party day, right? Where I was like, oh, I'm just going to lay in my bed all day and watch true crime. And that's it. Because they that's worse than I have, right? So I needed a little barometer of like how bad it is. You know, I, nobody I love has been murdered. So I'm way ahead, right? And I did it. And then I was like, okay, what is the action I want to take now? And that's exactly like Lana said. How do I want to show up? Like, I don't want to talk to you about hiring right now. Like, that's like so tone deaf and insensitive. Like, no. So what we're doing is we're putting together content on, okay, how do you keep your laid off employees when it was a state mandate? How do you keep them engaged? Because a big part of recruiting is keeping candidates warm because it's a very psychological process to get a new job. If you've ever interviewed, wondered, am I going to get it? Oh, why did they call me back? I never heard anything. It's a roller coaster, right? So for us, we're creating the content and the framework so our clients can easily communicate with their hundreds of laid off staff to make sure that they get more of them to come back because lots of them are hourly workers and they might suddenly think, well, grocery store seems like a better deal, you know? Um, So that kind of, you know, takes off of both what Mandy and Lana said. So that is not necessary technology and I don't want to talk forever. Um, I do have a list of tools and I'm happy to go into detail with them. The one I want to make sure I share before I take up the whole call talking, too much talking, um, is Loom. So L-O-O-M.com. And it is amazing. If you've never heard of it, it's a free, yeah, Lon is a fan. Um, you can shoot a video of just yourself. So you can, and you can add it into Gmail or Outlook. So this morning I sent a video thank you to the franchise leadership team that I'm part of and just said, hey, you guys, I've been through this before too. Thank you for the hard work you're doing. Thank you for how you're showing up. This, you know, like really, I just wanted to express gratitude right? And I just shot a video and I sent it and I got an email back from the CFO saying like, oh my God, your timing was so great, right? And so I sent an email to the president and the director of training and said, you know, I've had a remote team for a long time. If I can be of service to people, because lots of executive recruiters believe you need to be able to see people face to face, shake their hand, see your coworker. So of about a hundred agencies in my franchise, I'm one of probably three that has a remote team. So suddenly, when everybody thought I was crazy in October at the leadership conference, now they're like, oh, my God, what do I do, Rika? So, I mean, there is some fun in that, to be honest. But um, I do think the main thing is, is to make sure you remember your value and you're clear about it. And I always say, if you want a buttoned up, stuffy man, and I'm in building products, so there are people who want a man. And again, I'm totally like, I will go toe to toe on anyone who feels like they're stuck in a man's world because that's where I live. Um, but it's, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Like you don't want me if you want corporate button up stuffy. The first time you see me on video or talk to me, you're going to be like, right. And that's okay. Cause I don't want to work with somebody who wants that. So anyway, Michaela, that was a little off point. I could have stayed more on point, but we can open <laughs> it up to questions. So. No, those are great tips. I mean, it, it, it is that reminder of like, if people don't want what I'm selling or have to offer, that's okay. That's okay. There are people who want that. And if I try to be everybody, then I will get nobody. So here's the big takeaway. You actually don't want to work with them either. Right? (laughs) Like remember in high school when you wanted everyone to like you, you're like, I want or maybe that was just me, but I really did want everyone to like me. And finally, when I was like 23, I'm like, actually, I don't like everybody equally. I like most people, but like, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, why do I care? And so I think for me, as I've gone through business, it's just a great way to self-select out. If you want somebody who's going to write stuffy, long-worded update, um, you know, perfectly formatted Word docs, please go to somebody else. They're going to love to do that for you. And I'm going to hate it. And you're like, 
why would like thank god let's self-select out here so Anyway, there's there a lot a, of fish that would like your style is what I think. <laughs> That's true. And I think so much, I mean, all of you guys, it, it tied together on how can we, we don't change who we are, but how can we just gently adjust what we're putting out there and still stay true to the, the brand and the, you know, anything that who we are and what we are doing for our business, that doesn't change. Just some of the content or the way we're saying it or the timing of that same saying is saying it. So you know, what made me feel so when all of this happened, it was, you know, I did what Mandy did, like said, like, I just shut down and was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I needed that day to just crawl in a hole and be like, I'm not even going to think about it. And then it dawned on me of like, I don't have to change everything that I've done. I just have to tweak one piece of it. So um, it, it made me feel not as, this isn't as daunting as we make it out to be. This is just an opportunity to tweak a little bit to change things a little bit and move forward. So um, I'll open it up to questions. Does anybody have anything burning they would love to ask one of these three awesome leaders? Again, I have a sheet full of questions. Okay, from Bridget, in a time where there are so many offerings, I gotta move my screen over so I can read it, of free content for my business, Bridget's in fitness and yoga, are there ideas for how to charge or still make an income doing what I'd rather do than offering everything for free? I think that is an incredible question, Bridget, because even, even Zoom, you guys, I, I upgraded to that because I usually only need the half hour version and I upgraded for $14. And then two days later, they're like, we're giving it away unlimited hours for free. And I'm like, oh, I just paid for that. You know, so there's so much, there's so much stuff out there that people are giving for free. Yoga classes, like every you know, beach body on demand, whatever, everything is free now, but there are businesses that still need to survive and eat I, and keep their doors open. So I think I want to answer this question because I have a personal relationship with Bridget. Uh, so can I help answer yeah. this question yes. too, Michaela, when it comes? Yeah. All right. I was just like, ah, um, so Bridget is the only reason I could moderately be described as a yogi. Um, normally I would be described as a chubby out of shape couch potato who's wicked fast typer, okay? And, and Bridget helped me get over my fear. Like, right, I was just talking to you guys about like being scared about being on video. Okay, I was terrified of yoga. And like Bridget meets me and is like, what in the world? This being shows up like this and I'm terrified of looking stupid. So I did a bunch of one-on-one. -on -one. So I can speak to this as somebody who's been a client and continues to be a client of Bridget. Um, the way I would say that you could be of service and charge is to offer some more personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching options. And it might not be very expensive and it might be group coaching and it might be, you know, hey, it's X amount. Um, but there's people who want accountability and there's a lot of people that their mental health is a huge priority right now. And yoga is the path to that. And there's also many people that aren't actually decimated by this. So if you work in medical supplies, if you work, there's a lot of pockets of the industry that haven't been decimated. It's easy to focus on the ones that we can see, the restaurants, the gyms, the salons, the ones that are taking this really terrible punch to the face. But keep in mind, your customers, and I mean, I can think of one who's one of my favorite people at Lucent right now, who works in the healthcare space, right? And so it could even be reaching out to um, companies about how to help, like, here's a resource to help manage stress. Um, so I think that, you know, offering one-on-one -on -one coaching for a little bit more, offering a group coaching for less and just position it like, hey, 
this is the reality. Also, I want to be of service. And, you know, there's some people that are going to want this right now. For those who aren't in a place to afford it, here's all the free resources I'm providing. So you have to give people a way to pay you for your service, right? If you don't give them a way, they aren't like some of them. I mean, people do sometimes come up and ask me, but it's super rare. They need to have a path to pay you. And some people will pay you because they want to support you. Um, In your case, Bridget, you have people who have memberships. Okay, well, that membership, instead of being unlimited yoga classes, could be um, some one-on-one time with you and then a group coaching or a private group where people can talk about it, what they're doing or, you know. Um, So I think, don't forget in this time of crisis, access to you is important. And they can have a lot of information for free and some access for free, but at some point there needs to be a pay gate, in my opinion which might be wrong, but it's my opinion. So then I think it's right. No, <laughs> no, I totally agree with that, Rick. Those are great ideas. I hadn't even thought about like one-to-one, like just get in front of people. So that's, thank you so much. Yeah. And I, I think that applies to, <clears throat> to all of us. Like I run a skincare business and this is an opportunity for me to call every single person individually. They have time. I have time. How can I get face-to-face with one person and it maybe means you know more work and a little less money or whatever because it's not as fast but how how can all of us go to that one-on-one because people have time now for that and, and also so, group and Michaela like if I was you I would be like okay this is my chance for the people like you're creating your side hustle and this is that time that one it's like does it seem like terrifying and hard to sell to people who might again there's a lot of people that haven't right. lost their job There's a lot of people that are under tremendous stress where it's like thinking about who needs that service, targeting that message to them. And in your case, you have a huge team. So you are going to benefit from creating resources to do that, you know, doing a little bit yourself, but then teaching them how to do it, like quell the panic and focus on the smart thing. For for me, for example, being an executive recruiter is not going to be viable as a huge income source for the next six months. Um, You know, I mean, a few things here and there, but not like it was. So I'm looking at assessments and group coaching and ways where it's like, I can help with my expertise um, and my knowledge. But I think for you, Michaela, like counter, you know, counterintuitively, this is a huge opportunity because right now the entire world just found out that their job is not nearly as secure as they thought. Mm-hmm. And for those of us who are entrepreneurs, we're like, see, well, those of us who are headhunters and entrepreneurs are like, mm-hmm, see, it's not actually that much more secure. You think it is, but it can end quickly too. Uh, so anyway, sidebar, box, soapbox. Also, sorry, I, we were talking about going to one-on-one time. Um, uh, acuityscheduling.com is, yep, Mandy's like nodding with me. Uh, it's like $9 a month for the basic one, but you can take payment through it. You can set up all sorts of categories. You can have multiple team members have it. You can integrate it with Zoom. Um, you can set up email reminders, text reminders. You have to pay a little bit extra for the text. So people don't miss your calls. So Acuity is A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com. And it'll be in that link I shared with Michaela with some tools. Um, Yeah, I pay $19 a month and my entire business uses it. We use it for everything. We have tons of integrations. Um, And that's another way you can keep your personality on. So like in my reminder videos or in my reminder emails, I can have a video that says, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you booked your discovery session. I can't wait to hear more about your business, right? And then it's, you know, the little things. And I talk with exclamation points because that's who I am. So acuity is a great way 
for like Michaela, who's got a lot of customers and a lot of team members, hey, book a call with me. Boom. Super simple. They have lots of ways to embed it into your website, Facebook, email. Um, really awesome tool. So to add to that, I think it's, I think for people in the fitness industry, you guys have a huge uh, opportunity right now that I don't see a lot of people embracing. For instance, I, we belong to a small gym here in Bismarck and it's closed right now. And we haven't heard any information about what they plan on doing for like membership fees or any of that. And we don't really care about that. Like we're, our family is totally fine keeping our membership fees, what it is, but what, what, what would be amazing is if they said, hey, we're offering these classes through Zoom right now to service our members, and here's the link for it. Here's everything that we have. Here's the instructor. Like, if you just took some time, you wouldn't even have to take a lot of time, but just to figure out, okay, how can I still offer those classes the same but from home. And it's so much easier than we think. It's seriously as easy as putting up your, your computer or your iPad on Zoom and saying, hey guys, let's go for this class and doing it that way. Um, my personal trainer from this gym just decided to do her own thing because she, um, I don't know if you know who April Lund is, but she has the, the GYS track club. And what she's doing is not associated with the gym right now, but if more people from the gym, including the gym owner, would tap into that, I think they would probably see more people uh, staying members and more people becoming members because it's a resource right now that they could tap into. And you guys in the wellness industry, this is a huge opportunity for you. And just figure out how you can tap into that. And also acuity scheduling. Yes, we use it all the time. However, thanks, Rika. I didn't know I could, I, I didn't even think about adding a video to it. So I think with Loom, you can do it. We're testing it right now to make sure deliverability and stuff. But yeah. Can I just and with the Zoom in? integration. So yeah. The, uh, can I pipe in on the, on the fitness piece? Yeah. I, I own a gym here in Fargo, uh, Fit Elements, if anybody's ever been there. It's my gym. And I can tell you that for me, instantly, my first reaction was, because I believe that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% how you react. Mm -hmm. My instant thought was, how can we take everything that we do here at the gym and bring it to their house? Because I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable coming out. Our, all of our classes are exactly at the exact same time. They're on Zoom. All of our trainers meet with all of their clients at the exact same time that they normally would. They're just done on Zoom. So, I mean, mm -hmm. we've literally taken our entire facility. We've, you know, any equipment that you may need for that, all of those instructors have that in their house. We've given everybody instruction as to how to get that in their house. So we've literally tried to take that entire experience that they've had now remotely. And again, all day long between all of our staff, we, I mean, you can literally just jump in like you're at the club. You know, it's, it's an awesome everyday type of chat with with everybody. So, yeah, I think, you know, That's awesome. I would just be able to keep that. And, I mean, instantly we started to communicate with all of our members. And I will tell you, we have hundreds of members. And we've had three, I think, that have asked us to just put their membership on hold. And, of course, I will absolutely do that. Um, but it was instant communication, instantly mm -hmm. letting us know who we were, what we were going to do, what our outlook looks like. You know, every single day, just being able to be really present to them, so they know what's going on. So, mm -hmm. yeah. great job, Teresa. And imagine what would happen if you have other people that are friends of yours who also own gyms or wellness facilities, and you took a moment to teach them how to do mm -hmm. that. 
And, and like, we have been trying to reach out to as many of them as we can because we've had a lot of our instructors and personal trainers that also instruct and train in other places. And you know, oddly enough, we've been closed now for a while and we're still selling memberships. So because people, awesome. want to be, people want to be part of what we're doing virtually online and the membership fee is the exact same, oddly enough. Nobody's asking to change it, so I'm like, okay. So, um, but yeah, I think it's just really having value in what that is, but also really just being able to adjust your sale. You know, ones hit you differently, just readjust and you'll figure it out. So, yeah, absolutely. I like what you shared, Teresa. From <clears throat> you said you kept everything the same, and I think like that's what I'm craving. Like my yoga studio closed, <laughs> and I. I'm, dot, I'm like, oh my God, I've gained like four pounds already and I, my abs are gone. And like, I'm just like, you know, I'm so sad about it, but every, the times are different. So now, you know, I used to go to my 5.30 AM yoga class. Well, now I wake up at 7.30, o'clock because I have not, you know, so I, I like your idea of things can really stay the same. And I think people still need that sameness in their lives now too, or like, oh, Bridget, now you're coming to me at this time, you know, things like that. So I think that's, an important piece like in a world where so much is changing there is value in keeping some things the same they're a little different but they're the same time they're the same you know people don't have to completely uproot what they're and doing i also think it's good like what Teresa shared is like you know and lana can probably speak to this better but you know there's some stuff you give away for free it's a taste test and then there's some stuff you pay for. So there's being of service and there's being a sucker. And it's a fine line. And lots of us who are doers are also givers. And if you identify as a giver, put a post-it on your computer that says, stop, I don't need to give it away for free. Okay? Because you might give yourself way too much away for free. Um, and you always you want to give people a taste test, but you don't want to give them the whole meal. Um, and so I like that Teresa created it like, hey, it's our gym. It's online. You still get it. Um, and, you know, you can even do it if people want with Zoom. You can have them share. Like, I would probably share because there's, like, people at Lucent I like to go to, you know, and it's like, but I wouldn't maybe be eligible for that because I'm not on the unlimited plan, right? And so there's some things where it's like, oh, well, I want that. Um, so I think just that keeping in mind of that feeling of being part of something is important to people. And that continuity, like Michaela said, is is so important. My husband is a member of EHP CrossFit and he is actually doing a workout right now on the main floor of our house because they transitioned to Zoom. Um, so yeah, it's, I think that's a really good point. And I think also for the fitness people and salons and everybody, and it's all bit where it's like all you've ever known is face-to-face. -face. This is a gift from the universe to have to have a different perspective and to change how you've always done it. Because there's opportunity where less people are traveling. Um, and there's, I mean, there's also competition, but competition generally indicates interest, right? So there's lots of free apps. I mean, I don't diminish the level of competition in the health and fitness industry. It's, it's massive. <laughs> Any right, does anyone else have questions? Yeah. Sorry, Michaela. No, that's okay. I do. Um, let me just think. Okay, so... Obviously, there is a sea of content out right now. Like my Facebook feed is nuts and I'm trying to navigate through memes and updates and live videos. And there's, there's so much more out there now than there has ever been on social media, email, wherever you're at. What are some ways that 
we can stand out in our content. Because there, there are some things that I've put on social media that normally before all of this would have gotten tons of traction and all this stuff. And I look and it like gets a one like from my mom. And I'm like, what? This is what I this is what I've always done that has always given me such good results or you know emails or this kind of stuff. So what what kind of creative things can we do um, that can help us kind of rise above all the noise and really stand out in what we're putting out there? I don't know who wants to answer that. Okay. I'll go first. I want to be Rika. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think right now, honestly, the vulnerability part that Rika talked about, um, when we've been testing out what people are paying attention to either on our business platforms or our personal platforms, we're noticing that the more real we can be about what we're experiencing as leaders, how we're dealing with this, what are, you know, what are the ways that we might be struggling and what are the solutions we're coming up with? That's the content people are drawn to right now. And it's like Lana said, if you're, if you're putting out content that you would normally put out and it's not working, it's because it's not fitting with what's happening in society right now. And people are looking for solutions. They're looking for vulnerability. They're looking to find other people struggling with this just like them but who've maybe figured it out a little bit more. So pay attention to that, like being real. I've been going on Facebook Live way more on my personal profile than I normally do because I'm, I'm sharing with people what I'm doing to get through it. And some days it works, some days it doesn't. I think we also have to be aware of the fact that just because, because we are being more social online doesn't always mean that that's where everybody is that day. And not to take it personally, because what works one day might not work the next day. And that is also just the bear that is social media in the first place. But the less we take it personally, the more we can be effective. Um, I think one, and this is the writer in me. So I know I realize not everybody's a writer, but I've been writing thank you cards and actually physically mailing them. And yeah, it takes more time and... Most people don't want to do that, but that's something that is really simple and affordable for you to do. Um, and a handwritten note these days is very rare, and getting something in the mail right now is, other than a bill, is kind of exciting. My one tip, though, is don't lick the envelope. <laughs> Make sure you use water on there just, you know, because of the germy thing. But um, that's a really kind of fun tactic you can do right now that you know obviously is a little bit more work and and all of that but but doing things that maybe you wouldn't normally do try them and test them out um do more video i am not comfortable on video but i'm doing more video you know getting out of that comfort zone like ricka said makes you more comfortable ultimately being more vulnerable doing all that stuff and being human is like hands down like the best you can do uh for those of you who aren't going to take the time to handwrite a card, I have a really cool tool I just learned about like a week ago. It's called Handwritten, but it's W-R-Y. So handwritten, except the I is a Y. And basically, they use pens and robots to write. So it's actually like written with pen. And you can pick from about 10 different fonts, but you can customize your message. So you know, if you yourself have crappy handwriting, it's another way to work around that. Um, and you can pick your card, you can customize them with your logo and your business and stuff. And if it's like a one-off, it's probably like $4 a card. So, you know, if you think, okay, that's way more expensive than buying a pack of thank you cards at Target, but it's like done and mailed and all you have to do is type it up. 
you can set them to go automatically. I actually had them ship me the sample so I could see the quality. And it was, I mean, I thought it was a handwritten label. And I was trying to figure out who was sending me like a big letter. So if you think, hey, that's a cool idea, but maybe I want to automate it, or maybe I want to be able to just type it up and then it goes, handwritten.com. And so I'm very new to it, but I love the idea of a handwritten letter and I'm never going to do it. Um, you know, so that for those of us who can just recognize our weaknesses. So I, I would, I would shoot a video on it. That's the difference, right? Between you and me. <laughs> but even with that, Rika, I mean, personalized videos, um, this is something we do with our one-on-one coaching clients every now and then, like we'll send them a personalized birthday video and people love that. And even taking the time, like if you have a smaller client list, taking the time to do some of that is going to help build that that expertise. It's going to build vulnerability. It's going to build the fact that you care about them. And it's probably going to help them want to stay with you and figure out how they can, no matter what happens during during this this season when we don't know how long it's going to last. So there's all kinds of ways that you can personalize things without having to write it. And if you use Loom and embed it into your Gmail, like you do that, or Outlook, whatever you use, like my 76-year-old, very tech-challenged mom, it was her birthday on the 25th, and I sent her a video just saying, like, thanks so much. I'm the strong, independent woman I am because of you. Like, I just shot her, like, a couple-minute video saying how much I appreciated her. She was able to watch it with no troubles at all. That's, like, a small miracle, people. So anybody can watch your Loom video that is in your email because it just does the thumbnail and everything. So um, that's a really good touch, Mandy. Absolutely great idea. Other questions that anybody has that needs to ask? William shared something and then Eric shared something. Yeah, watch the comments, ladies and gentlemen. There's a few like cool links and stuff that people are putting up of of awesome places to go. And this is recorded, so that typically records the chat feature too, so you can go back to it if you uh, need to. Okay, Eric just had a question. So most of us have a marketing calendar. I'm updating all my content to be proactive about the world right now. My question is, with all the increase in most people's social media uses usage, should we be increasing our frequency at this time instead of sticking to our normal marketing schedule? That's a great question, Eric. Mm-hmm. Any experts got that? I'll take it. Um, I think it depends on your industry. Um, if you are an essential industry like realty right now realtors are are um considered essential on the minnesota side right now so there's they're still working or if you're in healthcare or if you're doing wellness services like classes online um increasing your communications is perfectly is great um and obviously every company is essential but um i think if you are um, somebody like me who does content communications for people, keeping it just regular and consistent on your normal schedule, but making sure that you are doing timely and relevant content is, is good for, for right now. But that's my opinion. Um, so if anybody else has something else, other insights to add to that, I'd love to hear them. I think too, thinking about this long term, like the last week and a half was the first uh, 
kind of mass experience that we all had here of this in the United States. And we got to start thinking about this long term. Like, what is our marketing plan and our content plan for a month from now? What is our plan two months from now? What if this lasts three months? Like, how are we going to show up and be a voice of encouragement and a voice of direction for our sphere of influence if this lasts longer? And I think if we kind of look at it more broader like that, we'll be able to come up with ideas of, okay, what content can we bring out when? We don't have to all like push it out right now because it's like a mass exodus of content, but draw it out a little bit longer because this isn't, this is probably going to last a couple months. So thinking about how you can do it like that will kind of help you know, okay, what do I want to do? And maybe, maybe I only put content out there on my list once a, once a week before, how can I maybe bring it up to two times a week or three times a week and draw it out and make it uh, valuable for them? This is not so related to that question, but what I'm using this time for is to really look at all my content and my tools and fix the things that I've been too busy to fix before. Um, and I think that, you know, as you're updating your content, you're doing some of that. Um, and I think you probably know the answer. If it feels good in your gut to share more content, or maybe it's like you add a certain number of Facebook Lives or a different kind of content that's sort of specific to the times, um, that feels good. You know, like, but what Lana said, I think, right, if you're trying to sell me something that's not essential right now and you're emailing me all the time or you're telling me your yarn store might close multiple times, like, yeah, no thanks. Um, so I think, I think that it is entirely you know, unique, as Lana said. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to add that. And then also just be like, this is also an opportunity to really reflect if your business lights you up, or if it's sucking you dry, because this is your chance to make a pivot. If it's sucking you dry. And you can blame it on COVID-19. Even because then you're like, sometimes it's awkward to be like, yeah, that's what I thought I wanted, but I don't really. Uh, so anyway, that's my last little thought on it. I think you guys all said this in some way, shape, or form, but but value trumps frequency a hundred times over. So I think as long as what we are putting out there has a really good value, then it's worth putting out there. Other questions anyone has? How about I'll ask one more. I have a ton here, so I got to find a good one. Well, and, and maybe this goes back. I mean, this is maybe a good question to round us out um, if, if other people don't have any other questions, but what should we make a priority now? I mean, you guys have all talked about different things that we should be doing or could be doing or how, how we can um, utilize our time best and, and that kind of thing. You know, we maybe have, some of us maybe have more time because we're not in an office or we're not being interrupted. Some of us maybe have less time because we're trying to pivot and we're all, you know, whatnot. But in either scenario, what are, you know, one or two things that we absolutely should be making a priority now more than ever, whether, you know, we don't have time or if we have a lot of time, what, what can we do to, I don't know, make sure that we're on, we're on the right path. What needs to be our number one and number two things we should be doing right now? I think really, like Rick has said, take this time to evaluate what you already have out there, strengthen what you need to do, like from a business side, if, if you're going to do anything at all, and you're, and you're not an essential business right now, that is a great thing to do is 
go through everything with a fine tooth comb, um, work on your branding, shore up the things that you know you need to do, but have never really set aside time to do. But on a personal side, get back to the basics of, of joy in your life. I think we all have a gift right now of seeing what's important and what's not. And we're able to see that better in our business when we take care of our, our, ourselves and our inner being at the same time. Yeah, I was going to say that, um, you know, take care of yourself first, you know, and I'm sure Bridget would say this, but, you know, you can only uh, take care of others the best you can if you take care mm -hmm. of yourself. I just dropped in the chat a link to a video and a blog I did because um, I've been an entrepreneur a long time and I have created a business I felt trapped in. Um, so if if you are in that place where what lights you up isn't what you signed up for or created, right? Um, it's just, you know, it doesn't have any big, you know, amazing things in there, but it might A, help you feel less alone and then B, also give you some ideas. Um, so I just dropped it in the chat, but... And this, I think, you know, we've got a lot of people, people are willing to help. They're willing to reach out. So if you have questions or things you're wondering about, um, you know, Michaela's facilitating all sorts of awesome people all the time here. Um, and I think it's okay to ask and it's okay to feel lost. And, you know, being human is everybody, a shared human experience is what we're experiencing. So I basically just reset what Lana and uh, Amanda said, so, or Mandy, sorry, I looked at the other one. Um, but anyway. But it's a good I idea. Even, it's worth repeating, right, guys? <laughs> yep. I even think making connections with people. I mean, we have a list of, of different organizations that we would love to speak to for leadership training. And now is the time to, like, we are offering some of those trainings for free right now to help keep employee morale up. And that's a choice that we made because... We want to help the people that have had to make hard choices and are learning how to lead. But we know that making those connections is going to be important six months down the road, a year down the road. And so not underestimating the power of networking right now is, is something to keep in mind, too. I'm going to do a shameless plug since you said that, Mandy. Um, you guys are all here from the Limitless page. We are putting together, and, and we've done it already quite a few times, uh, virtual networking. So you actually get matched like a match.com with another networker. And all you have to do is like put in your name and you get to, you get matched with a surprise person that um, you never know could change your life or just have a fun conversation. So um, there are fun things to plug into. So I encourage you all to plug into that. There's a little form on our Facebook page and you just put in some information like a match.com much easier and simpler than that. Um, and we'll match you with a fellow networker that you guys can have a good conversation with um, as well. Uh, so final thoughts, unless anybody, I'll do one more round for questions. If anything's really on somebody's mind. Um, so I'd love for each of you to kind of share your final thoughts as what, you know, your, your last piece of, glorious, awesome advice that's going to change our lives, put the pressure on you, um, of just what, what you think we should be doing in our business. I mean, we kind of answered some of that just with our last question, but um, do you have any final pieces of advice for us as business owners and what we should be doing through this time? Well, I think uh, Michael Hyatt is kind of a leadership guru, and he says you can't lead anybody until you know how to lead yourself. 
And I think this is the perfect time to lead yourself. Lead yourself in, you know, practicing video, like Rika said, even though it you might hate it. Lead yourself in doing that and building your skill right now because it will come in handy. Even if you do pivot in business, it's going to come in handy if you've learned how to lead yourself, especially on the days where it's easy to crawl back into bed and do nothing. Like schedule that time to give yourself time for self-care, but lead yourself in rising up every single day because you never know whose life you could impact when you do. That's great. Thanks, Mandy. Um, I'll add um, to listen. I think listening right now is really important. Listen to to what people are saying. Listen to yourself. Listen to your spouse. Listen to your customers. And just really tune in and 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 put your ears and eyes to the ground and and take note of of how people how people are reacting and. Um, ask questions and be okay with not having the answers too. Um, if somebody has a question that you can't answer, just say you don't and you'll figure it out because that's how, what we have to do right now. I think that's a huge important piece of advice, especially for all of us because we're business owners and our instinct is to do. We talked about this before. I need to do. I have all these things I need to do, 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 do. And if we don't listen, sometimes you can end up doing them wrong or ineffectively. So that's really pertinent, Lana. Thanks. Uh, my last message is uh, right now you might have forgot or you might have started to doubt, but you're freaking awesome. And don't don't let the fact that you don't know what to do confuse you about how freaking awesome you are. So that is it. Remember why you're awesome. And that, I'm out on that. <laughs> Thanks, Rika. And thank you all for being here. I mean, I think all of you just being here just proved how how truly awesome you are. You want to learn. You want to listen. You want to improve. And just being here and, and doing that is an incredible first step and, and shows the success that you all will have coming out of this because you're willing to learn and figure things out. And we're all going to fail in pieces of this. We're all Nobody knows what they're doing. This is new for every single person in this entire world. So um, you guys are in the right place. So keep doing that. Um, I know I, I speak for these three ladies that if you have questions or something they said resonated with you or you want to connect with them, um, I know they'd be happy to connect with them. So um, they're all on our Facebook page. You guys can see them in those Facebook event links. Um, I'm sure they'd be happy if you just clicked on there and sent them a Facebook message. They'd be happy to uh, connect. And I will post again in that group. Um, they've all been sending me resources that they have. So I will um, put together all of those resources so you have them along with their contact information. Um, continue watching on the Limitless Conference page. We're going to do more things like this and, and put more resources out there for you guys to plug into to continue to grow your small businesses. That's what we're here for, helping solopreneurs uh, succeed and, and get all the resources that they can. So um, on behalf of, of all of us, Thank you so much for being here. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay sane. <laughs> um, and, and before Michaela kills it, let's just be like, thank you, Michaela. Oh, yay. <laughs> uh, There's only a few of us that aren't muted, so I should be super loud. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys. I'm, I'm so happy to be here. I learned a ton and, and it inspires me just seeing everybody else being in the same boat. We're all struggling and we're all rising at the same time. And um, it really... Uh, made this morning a different morning for me than what it normally would have been. So um, I appreciate all of you and your incredibly awesome questions that I learned so much from too. So 
thank you. All this recording um, will be up as well. So if you want to go back or if you, again, this content is free. So if you want to share it with anybody, uh, you're welcome to do that too. So thank you all. It was so nice to see your faces and we'll continue connecting. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. thanks again for listening. I'll be back with another episode for you next week. But for now, if you would take a moment and write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that would mean the world to me. I also want to give a shout out to my very handsome husband, Mr. Nate Anderson, for editing this podcast. For more information, go to www.ramateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under the name Ms. Mandy B. Anderson. Oh, and one last thing. I hope you heard something today that gave you the courage to rise up and overcome that thing that you've been facing. You're stronger than you think. I'll see you next week.